On today's episode of Round Table, guess what's coming back to theaters only weeks after it's already been out? We talk about that and a bunch of other stuff today as we nerd out with one of our buddies. So let's jump right in. All right, guys, this is Raw from Alter Universe, and with us today is the always awesome Garrett from Fortress of Fandom. Woo-hoo! How's it going, guys? And we are so happy that he's here because both of us have super busy lives. So, you know, sometimes we deserve to just sit and be nerds. So <laughs> yeah. That's what we're going to do right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, cool. So a lot of stuff is coming out. We are going to speak of one film that comes out today, actually. Um, but we're going to start off with another film that... I think has the quickest re-release than any other movie I've ever seen in my lifetime. I don't even think the movie was even stopped being in theaters yet and they re-released it. So I don't really know how that works because there's something wrong with that grammar right there. Um, so we're talking about Avengers Endgame. Um, and there's been a lot of talk on this. This, um, I believe the re-release was last week or the week before, I think. But I know they were trying to time it around this upcoming 4th of July holiday to make sure they get more people to come watch it, right? Um, so first thing that we're going to ask is, is this a ploy just so that they can beat Avatar? Because that's the question everyone's asking, right? Yes. And my answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's my thought. Um, but it, actually, it's not the first movie to, you know, to do this, something like this. Avatar actually... I remember correctly it's been you know 20 years since the movie's come out but <laughs> um but i'm oh, pretty sure old yeah i know <laughs> um but i'm pretty sure avatar did a re-release halfway through the summer as well uh with some i don't know new footage or something along those lines so uh i mean i guess i guess endgame is just taking a page out of out of uh avatar's book um so, and this is just my, my recollection. I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure that, uh, that if, if it wasn't Avatar, it was some other big movie similar to Avatar that did a, did something like this. So that would be actually kind of funny if considering that's the one they're trying to beat, but you know, <laughs> there is some irony there. Right. But, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I will, I take your word that it's happened before. I don't remember movies being so quick to just turn around but because of that fact, I think that's the only reason they're really doing this. I mean, they were already making money. There's no other reason to do it other than, which we'll get into in a second, which was the, the cutscene. But I don't know. I mean, is, and, and what's funny is I just read, I think this morning or yesterday, that they, they're barely even touch. I mean, they're almost there, but they're probably not going to even take it because they're still a good chunk away. So... I don't know. <laughs> Last I heard, they were like 50 million away was all. So they were pretty close. Okay, that uh, might have been. I think, yeah, I think I read it was like 40 or 50 or something. I mean, they're, they're close. But, I mean, it's like if they're trying to do that to do that thing specifically. Yeah. I mean, I guess they can. I don't see why they couldn't. But they're kind of grasping now. I don't know. I mean, it's surprising for, for a Marvel movie at least. I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't know. If it was any <laughs> other movie doing it. Probably wouldn't be so shocked. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, 
I know, especially I, with Far From Home coming out now, they're trying to use both as leverage to help each other out, I think. Yeah, I uh I mean I think uh I think it's kind of a risky move putting Endgame out right before um Far From Home. Just, you know, I I don't know, it seems like they're stealing money from each other. Uh, but at the same time, they're both Marvel movies and everybody's going to go see them. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> they could, they could either be stealing money from themselves or boxing everybody else out one or the other. So true. That yeah, that's a valid point. I mean, I guess I, I don't know. I mean, uh, nobody other than somebody like Disney now would do that, putting, you know, two movies out at the same time, though I did read something funny when Toy Story came out they wanted to push back the re-release of Endgame so they wouldn't ruin Toy Story's opening. Oh, which okay. was a little odd because you're going to see both movies anyway, I would think. So I thought that was a little awkward that they did that. But I guess, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's reasoning to behind it. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't know. I mean... So we'll we'll see, and we won't go. I mean, I don't know. You've probably read what the cutscene was. I read what it was. I'm not going to spoil it to other people, but they did add a cutscene. They added a Stanley tribute, apparently, which is pretty cool. Keep in mind, all the stuff they added, though, I think is going to be on the the digital and DVD. Okay. So me personally, do I want to sit through it again to see you know five minutes of content? Probably not. Right. Just time-wise. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, do, and, and most of the time when they say it's only in theaters, rarely does it stay only in theaters. Usually all the extras are put on the DVD anyway. Yeah. Just yeah. because that's how, you know, that's why you, like, you, you, go to, like, you ever see you go to Target and they have, like, the special, you know, box sets, and it's, like, you know, five DVDs full of extras. Everything ends up on the DVD. So... I would find it really odd that they don't do that. And especially since it's Marvel, they always want to give us stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's... So I don't know. So I'll leave it at that. Cause I don't want to give it away if anybody hasn't seen it, but there is some stuff. So if you guys do want to go back and see it, check it out, be my guest. I just don't know if I want to pay another ticket to go see something that I can probably get on the digital copy when I buy it. Yeah. I don't know what you think, but that's just me. I mean, you know, so I guess we'll leave that there just so we don't accidentally spoil anything, but <laughs> yeah. you know, and if you guys haven't seen it yet, then here's an even better reason to go see it. Cause now you're going to see it like a special edition version. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's cool. I guess. I don't know. It's just really weird timing and weird everything, but they're making money. Like you said, you made a very, very good point. They're doing this for money. So mm -hmm. We will we'll leave it at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, uh, a cash grab. I'm so, oh, cash grab. Yeah, exactly. A bit, hey, you know, no, no, no hatreds are Marvel. I still love no. them, but you know, they're like every other big business. All they want is money. I get it. Yep. I want money too. So you know, I'm with them. <laughs> yeah. Be like Marvel. Can I have some of your money? You have way too much. I'll take a couple off your hands. It's okay. You know. <laughs> um, okay, so we're gonna jump from one theme to another. And I'm, I'm very shocked at this because I think we spoke about this before, how I'm big on originals, not so big on remakes. Um, 
I didn't see it yet. I don't know if you did or not. Um, but we're going to talk about the new Child's Play really quick. Not not so new anymore. It's been out, obviously. But uh, actually, it only came out a, a couple weeks ago, so it's still fairly new. Um, apparently, and this is just what I'm reading um, on the internet, it's one of the best like remakes thus far in the horror genre. Like somehow this particular one, people are loving. So I'm going to throw out to you just general knowledge, not necessarily specifics to this. What do you think makes this particular character and franchise still so popular, even though doll movies seem to be either super hated or super loved, but never like in between, you know? Right. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but I mean, I, th- I think the success of this one, um, can be attributed probably to the fact that one, they didn't, from what I understand, they didn't, uh, like completely copy directly copy the first, you know, the original where it's right. a, where it's a serial killer soul tied to a, a doll's, um, doll, a, a doll. Um, but rather more along the lines of, uh, uh, technology, you know, going haywire. Um, and the second part, uh, the second thing I think that is making this uh, so successful is, uh, the fact that Mark Hamill is, is tied to this because I'll be honest, like when I first heard, um, that they were doing a child's play remake, I had no, no interest in seeing it whatsoever whatsoever uh, but then when i found out that mark hamill voiced chucky i was like okay that is a game changer that that made me want to see the movie and I, I i haven't like i said i haven't seen it yet right uh, but uh even my wife she's like oh yeah I'll, uh we can go see that she's i mean uh mark hamill is a phenomenal voice actor and i was i uh, that that alone made me want to go see the move the movie see you know his his spin on chucky and, and what uh what his take on it was so those are the two big big factors i think that are that are uh, contributing to the success that it's had no, okay that's for actually i wanted to go into those kind of two ideas in a sense we'll start with the with the voice acting one because i think you you kind of hit the nail on the head there now, I mean, okay, obviously for us 90s kids, um, you know, we're, we're used to voice actors from old shows. So like, you know, the cartoons and stuff like that, we had, a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of famous names behind it, but we didn't, you know, always know who they were. And then looking back, we're like, oh my God, you know, so-and-so played him, really? Like, that's cool. You know, I think the biggest shock I ever got was when, I, you know, uh, when Hamill played the Joker on the Batman cartoon. Yeah. I didn't realize that was him because a, he does so good with voices. And when I did find out, I'm like, Oh my God, I had to go back and watch some episodes and go, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, it's such a nostalgic thing, I think. Yeah. Um, and I guess that what, what I'm seeing in movies, especially throwback movies, it, it seems like, I don't know. I don't want to say they're grasping at straws, but I feel like without their backing of famous voices, um, do you think, you know, like, do you think these things would be so big or do you think Hamill made a big difference in making it such a bigger thing? You know what I'm like? Does that make sense? Does it, 
Yeah. Um, no, like, you know, think, anybody else would have been a big deal. You know what I mean? Like it definitely would have had to have been the right person. I think Hamill did have a lot to do with, with it, but, uh, if it wasn't Hamill, it would, like I said, it would definitely have to be the right person. Um, but at the same time, I think that, uh, like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, their fresh take on Chucky with it being, you know, more, uh, tech oriented, um, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have ever not watched the movie. Like if it came on Netflix or something, I, I definitely would have checked it out or, you know, something along those lines. But, uh, um, so it wasn't like totally unwatchable, you know, totally off my watch list, uh, to right. begin with. Um, but like I said, Mark Hamill brought it to the half to watch, uh, status, uh, for me. Uh, like I said, if it wasn't Mark Hamill, it definitely would have had to been somebody um, on his level or, you know, something, something, someone like him to, to catch the eye and, and, and draw people in. All right. Fair enough. I, I, I think I agree with you. I don't think I would definitely go out of my way to go purchase a ticket, but I think, you know, if it come, if I come across it on TV or something, I'd probably watch it for a bit just to kind of, you know, relive childhood. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I'm noticing from the articles is that there's a lot of 80s throwback, even so much the 80s child play in this one. So they're literally pulling out all the stops and they're, you know, they're, um, they're making fun of things like 2001 Space Odyssey, Halloween, Poltergeist, Gremlins. Like they're really going out of their way to make this fun and what's funny, and you saw the original Child's Play, right? The, the old yes. series. So yeah. if you remember correctly, it wasn't really a scary series to begin with. It was really kind of dumb and campy. Yeah. Which I think also makes it easier for people to get into because, yes, he's a doll. Dolls are scary, you know, obviously with the Annabelle and all those other movies that coming out. Um, um, but, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. But, um it's, I think that's something that people can get into because it is kind of dumb and it's kind of silly, but it's still horror. So everybody can get something from it. Like how you just said, like your, even your wife would go watch it. Everybody who's not, who doesn't have to be into it would still probably get some enjoyment from it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you know, and I don't know if you remember the, the, the uh, posters that were coming out, but since Toy Story was coming out at the same time, they had uh, posters of Chucky killing all the toys in Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, Woody was decapitated and Buzz Lightyear, like the wings were ripped off. You know, they definitely had fun. Like they, you know, these people didn't take themselves seriously, but yet with the star power, they somehow managed to, you know, make a film that will probably be another cult classic, to be honest. I don't know. I mean, is this something yeah. you think like down the line people are like, Oh, I remember that remake of child's play. Like, I don't know. And the other question is, are they going to keep making more? Like, are they going to redo all the child's play movies? You know, I, I, uh, uh, to answer that question, I won't say no because you know, okay. money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, but I, I haven't seen the movie yet. And so, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not sure where it goes, but, uh, you know, for for being a horror movie, I can't I can't uh, see them closing the door completely on sequels and 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 more 
movies in this franchise, this new franchise down the line. Uh, so I, I will, I will say a definite maybe. <laughs> a definite maybe, somewhere in between. Yeah. All right, that's that's fair. I mean, I, I mean, it'll definitely be cult status, and then who knows if this one makes the made the money it needed to, then they're probably already making number two and three as we speak. So, you know, who knows? Yeah. All right. So going back into our favorite category, well, we have to, we had to give love to the horror group. You know, we have to give love to people, even if we don't necessarily watch it ourselves, but you know, um, so as I mentioned earlier, Spider-Man far from home comes out today. Um, I am going to wait a little bit to go see it because I don't want to be stuck in a crowd full of people (laughs) personally. Yeah. Um, you either. Okay. There you go. Yeah. No, I'm an introvert. That's uh, it's no secret. Yes. Cool. That's why we get along so well on this podcast. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, so, but obviously because it's Marvel, um, we are just going to talk about kind of what people are saying because obviously reviews are out already. People saw the premiere, all that stuff. And so far I would say it's not stupendous, but it's definitely not hated. It's definitely what, what it seems like people are saying is that it's, it's a movie that we need after the gigantic saga of Endgame and Infinity War. Yeah. Um, so I guess let's start with that one. Speak to that for a second of, of you know, okay, well, first off, before, before we start, apparently this is the actual end of phase three. For that, That's what they keep saying. So yeah. This yeah. movie will end phase three into phase four. So that means that whatever we see in the post-credit will lead into the future of whatever. That being said, what a weird movie to end a French or a phase on, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> definitely. I mean, I would have thought that, you know, infinity, uh, not infinity war, but end game would have been a good end to the, you know, that first phase um, and a beginner to the, second phase but uh we didn't get i mean we didn't really get uh uh an end scene to lead us into you know what happened next like you know that's that was the difference between endgame and every other marvel movie up to that point is it had an, right. it it didn't have a an end scene an end credit scene that kind of kind of teased you about uh where we were going you know um so I mean I guess I mean it seems like it 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 seems like Far From Home is like an ultimate end credit scene to 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 lead us you know down ah, that road. Um, interesting. Uh, that's kind of my take on it. I, like I said, I, I and um, you know I've I've heard kind of similar reviews from friends who have seen it. Uh, you know, I had one friend who absolutely loved it. One friend who was kind of mad about it. And, uh, um, so yeah, like, I, I think that's, that's basically how I'm going to take it is just a, a glorified end credit scene. Glorified end credit scene. All right. That is, I like that. A two hour long credit scene. Yeah. That works perfectly fine with me. I could be like, I paid to watch an after credit scene. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so so yeah, I, I think you kind of hit it on the head pretty well. Um, the movie doesn't hide really what's going on in the in the previews. 
you know what's going on, you know what's happening. We get new characters, which is always cool. And considering now that the everything the deal's gone through, you know, we're going to get so many more characters in Phase 4. Uh, not just Spider-Man related, but, you know, X-Men and Fantastic Four, all that stuff. So that that's one thing I'm looking for, forward to. You know, Mysterio, all of the elementals, whether or not they're real or not, I don't know. But, um, you know, all of that, that's a big deal for me because Marvel is definitely taking advantage of their of their stuff, of what they have to use now. Um, and, you know, and then on the other side is I still think Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man thus far in any version. So it makes it easier to go in to see it because I already like him. Right. I don't have to get used to him, you know? So kind of like when Iron Man first came out, I hated Robert Downey Jr. I'm still not a fan of him, but I was cool with him playing Iron Man because it fit his character or his personality. Right. Um, same with Chris Evans. I never thought I'd, I liked Chris Evans because I never watched Chris Evans. And then he played Captain America. Now I don't want anybody else but Chris Evans for <laughs> Captain America just because he's done, you know, yeah, so well. Exactly, yeah. So that's the thing I'm looking forward to is definitely a new, a new flow into the phase of what's going to happen next. Obviously, Spider-Man's going to be part of the, the you know, the whatever new Avengers are going to call it. So he's sticking around, obviously, for for obviously age reasons and necessary reasons. I mean, he's only, I think, 22. I don't yes. Remember. Tom Holland, he's pretty young. So. so he's got, he's got a long way to go before he'd even have to stop necessarily. Not, not talking contract wise, just physicality. Uh, right. And because, you know, he's, he's likable. I don't see him going anywhere, any, anywhere, anytime soon. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. So, I'm, so what I'm seeing on the on the commentary, you know, a lot of people are talking about you know Jake Gyllenhaal and Samuel L. Jackson, how and Zendaya, and how all of the characters are making it helpful. I do notice that in this version of Spider-Man, it's a lot more other people than just him that's important. Yeah. Whereas, like, I was just watching one of the Sp- Spider-Man Three with Tobey Maguire. You didn't really need anybody else in the movie. Because yeah. the the story focused around Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, so what? I I think that would be a good idea. What do you think? I mean, are you glad that they're focusing on so many people? Do you think it makes it a better story that it's not just about one individual? Yeah, I think so. I mean, um, the the reason that Peter Parker and Spider Man are so successful is like a comic book story is because it's not just because it's not just about Spider Man. I mean, he's got his whole he's got his family. Uh, he has, he's got Aunt May and, and Mary Jane and, right. and you know his 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 people that support him. And then he's got a whole rogues gallery um, that you know also go really deep into their their backstories. Um, right. So I I think it's I think it's really um, uh, you know, a really good thing that they, you know, kind of broaden it out that way. Uh, and, and instead of just focusing on, you know, more so on Peter Parker and Spider-Man. So that's a very good point. And I'm, and I'm just, you, uh, when you were like using terms like rogues gallery and stuff like that, it, it makes me think of the comic or the mm-hmm. comics and yeah. the comics really revolved around everybody. Like, 
you actually cared about the Goblin. You cared about Doc Ock. You cared about Sandman because they weren't just people or characters. They were like integral parts to Spider-Man's story. Yeah. And I think I was watching, I was on YouTube and there was like, uh, somebody made a list of like the villains that Spider-Man respects. And it's funny because he actually does have some sort of respect for the bad guys he's supposed to be taking down because they're not all pure evil. They're just kind of unfortunately stuck in the wrong side of, of the law. No, no, you know, cliche, but you know what I'm saying? Like he actually, and a lot of the times he's friends with some of these villains, not intentionally, but the villain started out as friends of his that ended up turning bad. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's a, the, the one, the, the thing that I like about Spider-Man in the comics um, is that he, he always is looking for a way to help uh, the people that he's, he's uh, fighting. Uh, he's not, he's not, you know, like Batman, he's, you know, <laughs> lock him up in, in Arkham and, and let everybody else deal with them. He, he tries to help. Uh, he's trying to help everybody. It's not just, a, not just the citizens of, citizens of New York. Uh, but he, like, he, like I said, even those who he, he fights a lot of the time. So, and I think that, that Tom Holland does a pretty good job of portraying that um, in, in the far or the homecoming and far from home. I, I, like I said, I haven't seen far from home yet, but he's done a good job so far about, about that. So. Right. And yeah, actually that was so well said. I forgot what I was going to say to that, but that's um, that. No, I mean, that's a good point. It's um, it's, it's like in home. I think you just said in homecoming with the vulture when he tries to get him to stop, but he, you know, he can't just because, you know, the vulture is too, you know, mm-hmm. he needs the money. Right. Um, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see. And then there's the whole thing about, you know, when you see Mysterio in the trailer, is it a, is it a, 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 a cheap ploy of trickery? Like, you know, he's pretending to be good, but he's not, we know he's bad in the comics, but is he good here? You know what I mean? Like they have a way of f- uh, faking this out. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. Cause you know, I'm, de- I'm probably, you know, I'll see it. We'll probably, maybe we'll do a review and we will see it later. Um, but I don't know. It, it's, it's one of the few I'm looking forward to because, you know, I kind of want to see what the after credit scene is just because I want to know what happens in phase four. Yeah. But, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. So yeah, I think you said it well. So I think we will end on your commentary right there. <laughs> okay. Good job. Gold star. Thank you. Um, <laughs> All right, so from one franchise to another that's also getting lots of talk about, Rise of Skywalker. And I think we might have talked about before where I'm kind of like, eh, on the Star Wars thing, but, you know, I have to follow through now because I've seen all of them. Um, so when the trailer first came out, we were like, oh, my God, we heard the Emperor. We heard his laugh. And then we saw Ray look like she was back on Tatooine where – Luke's house, you know, where the house is burned down. Now we see Endor and the Death Star, you know, right there in front of us. I really think Star Wars is trying too hard to get us back after screwing up last time. That's my opinion. 
Uh, well, <laughs> see, I'm one of the few who actually I enjoyed uh, the Last Jedi. I've enjoyed the last two um, Star Wars movies. Um, I enjoyed I enjoyed Return of the uh, was Force Awakens. Sorry, um, I enjoyed the Force Awakens because it was a good it was a good callback to the original trilogy. Um, and then I liked I I personally enjoyed uh, Return of the Jedi because it was, um, or not Return of the Jedi, but the last Jedi, last Jedi, um, because it was it wasn't you know a callback to the original trilogy. It was it was completely different than than anything we we had seen or or expected, and uh, and so I. But but at the same time, I'm I'm excited to see where J.J. Abrams takes uh, takes us for this last leg of the trip, and um, uh, I can't wait. I I honestly can't wait for it. So, I mean, I I miss the originals. I know it's you can't really go back because you know obviously they've spoiler alert gotten rid of some of the characters. Some of the characters <laughs> in real life passed on. So, of course, you have to kind of, like, move in a new direction. I just – it kind of reminds me when a movie gets a TV show and okay. they spin off the TV show because the movie did so well. And you watch the show and you're like, this is crap. Again, now, now Force Awakens and The Last Jedi were fun to watch. I, I Visually, it was great. Plot line, it was a little thin for me. But – that, that's the problem I'm having here. I think that what, what the directors are doing now is they're taking too much credit off of the original from the 80s mm-hmm. and saying, well, people like Star Wars, they're going to like this no matter what. That's not always true. I mean, even with Marvel, they've made shows that were horrible. Yes. And they, they knew they were horrible, and you know now they're off the air. I just think Star Wars is trying... And, and maybe this is the business, I don't know, but they're trying to take advantage of other stuff to help them build their new stuff. Yeah. Definitely. I don't know. And, and it, it may not be a bad thing. It could be a good thing. Um, you know, and, I'll, and, and when, I, when I started off saying I wasn't a fan, Force Awakened was great. I give you that. Last Jedi was fun. Last Jedi was kind of campy, but it was fun to watch. Like, I loved the showdown at the end and then, you know, Right, it's actually a hologram the entire time. It was yeah. it was fun. It, I like to watch it, but I really miss the Star Wars that made you actually pay attention. Yeah, and I think the problem is that Hamill and Ford and you know Fisher, you know Carrie Fisher passed away. Uh, Harrison Ford's character is gone. Mark Hamill is like you know he's doing other stuff now. It's hard for me to enjoy the new cast because they're they're not really filling the shoes in my, in my opinion, I think it's kind of like children of star Wars. Does that make sense? I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that I can, I can see that it, it, I mean, you know, but at the same time, it is very, they are very big shoes to fill. And, exactly, and, yeah, that, that's what I was trying to say. It was it's and, hard to fill those shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll, I'll agree with you that, you know, um, the last Jedi, it had its moments where, you know, didn't make sense or, you know, whatever. Uh, it was kind of, it kind of had, had its moments where you're like, what, what are you doing? But, uh, and uh, some of the, some of it has to do with the plot line. Some of it had to do with the characters. Um, 
so like I said, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really excited to see where JJ Abrams takes us. Cause he did, uh, he did a great job, uh, with, with, uh, the force awakens. Um, I'm, I'm really just interested on, on how they, <laughs> um, how they wrap up the Skywalker saga. Um, especially, yeah. especially with the title that has been announced. Uh, right. It's supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga. And the title is, is in, it's, 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 I don't know. It, it's like, it's, I don't Starting know. all over again. Exactly. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's, I, I don't think that would be a good idea. But that's just. Me. <laughs> but um. Yeah. No. So I mean, it, the like the difference between this and Far From Home is like Far From Home. Well, with with the Marvel, they've made a way of continuing everything off of each other. So a continuation is fine. With Star Wars, and I think part of the blame is the shows and the stuff that come out in between that don't really click together mm -hmm. people lose what the hell is happening and you kind of like have to go back and be like wait wait i, I missed that part where did it, i didn't read that like what huh and you know like there were so many games that we played in the 90s uh on, you know n64 and playstation there were so many books that came out i kind of like i think people have the if it's not literally explained to you right there you're gonna have a lot of people going this was fun, but what the hell just happened? Right. You know, and I guess that happened with Marvel too, like if you don't follow it. But, you know, the difference being is that if you follow along even generally in a Marvel, you'll kind of see what's happening next and understand it. Star Wars, there's been such a break between that you have to redo, re-go into it to, like, understand it again. You'd be like, oh, that's what happened there. That's what that, you know? Yeah. And not everybody yeah. is, you know, as nerdy as we are. And we're like, oh, we hear Endor and go, ooh, Ewoks. <laughs> Some people go Endor and go, what the hell is Endor? You know, like they don't, they don't always remember the, the specifics because it's been decades yeah. since even a re-release. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, I'll see it. Well, you know, this might be the end or beginning of something. I don't know. Supposedly there's going to be characters from like the Clone Wars coming in. So I don't know. I really don't know what's happening. It's it's, and again, I don't I don't like to say I hate directors, but J.J. Abrams is not one of my favorites. So I already know going in, and again, I shouldn't you know shouldn't judge him too much, but <laughs> a lot of the stuff I've seen him do hasn't been my favorite personally. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. But you know, so let's see if he can prove me wrong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll see. <laughs> but um all right cool so yeah so that was that was that so we went over a couple upcoming a couple already out and uh yeah you guys let us know what you think if you guys want more stuff that you want to talk about let us know jared and i are definitely happy to chat about nerd news and a lot of it comes from you guys out there too you know a lot of of uh, nerds uh you know share stuff on Facebook and Twitter and we're like that's cool so we talk about the stories that you want because that's the stuff you're reading about right so why not talk about it some more right um, so before I forget you guys what's your uh, what's your next podcast going to be about um, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the movies that have come out this summer we're going to be giving our reviews um, I hope <laughs> I hope I that hope. Uh, 
uh, Spider-Man uh, Far From Home will be one of them that I have seen and will be uh, um, reviewing. But uh, yeah, there's been a lot of movies. So, so, uh, so tune in and, uh, and, uh, and we'll tell you what we think and you can tell us what you think. Awesome. Sounds good. So I will go ahead as always and link Garrett up at the bottom of the podcast here. You can find me at the bottom as well. And yeah, uh, rate and review both of our uh, podcasts, por favor, because the more you rate and review, the higher we go and the happier we, we are. And we'll send you pictures of our smiling faces. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so we will have you back probably next week, I believe, um, if that works with you, buddy. Um, and until next time, stay nerdy. See you later, guys.